What's up, sober family? Welcome to I Kissed Alcohol Goodbye, the podcast for newly sober people learning to love ourselves instead of booze. If you're in that craving, just sit with it. Surf that urge, okay? Think about what's going on beneath it. Have a conversation with yourself about what's really going on. Allow yourself to be human and experience that craving, but uh, but remind yourself and remind the craving who the fuck's actually in charge because you are. You've got the, you have got the ability to say no. I'm your host, Dana Kroll. I'm a former army chaplain who developed a toxic relationship with alcohol after leaving the military. I stayed on a roller coaster of rock bottoms, recoveries and relapses until finally in the winter of 2022, found my way out of the cycle by connecting with people like you. After kissing alcohol goodbye, my goal is to never go back, but I can't do it alone. So let's break up with booze together. Normally, I have my uh, spirit animal for sobriety, Al K. Hall, for you with me. He is actually in the garage pulling uh, owl scaring off duty because we've had some pigeons that have decided to try to make nests in the garage. So I had to uh, dispatch Al to actually provide overwatch. Uh, so he's not with me today, but I got Spruce with me here in the studio. I don't know if you can tell from my voice, I'm not as peppy as usual. I just wanted to talk about what it's like to have cravings because I'm 14 and a half months into this thing and I still have moments lately, more uh, moments than usual where I've had this thought of like, man, I could really go for a drink right now. And I just wanted to walk you through what that's like for me, some of the thoughts that go through my head and kind of how I have been working through those thoughts. Usually the thought will go back to just the taste of uh, my favorite beer. I was a mill- I, I love cheap beer. Like I drink Miller High Life was kind of my go-to. Rolling Rock also I love, um, especially in the summer. But uh, yeah, Miller High Life, the thought of just cracking open a can and, and just having that taste and the, uh, the almost immediate wash of re- relaxation that would come from that has kind of come up to me lately. And I'm like, man, I could do that. I could... I could do that. It's not a big deal. You know, I, I've gotten to the place where I can have one, even though I know that <laughs> that's not going to happen. Really what's going on is my brain is trying to talk me into having a lot more than one. I usually try to play the tape forward here. Uh, and when I feel that urge come on, I think about, you know, what it's going to feel like afterwards and how I'm going to feel ashamed of having drank when I have set out to not drink and how I'm going to have to tell all of you is part of my thought process. So having the accountability with family and friends is so important for me. I am a horrible liar. So I would uh, make it all of like 10 or 15 minutes before, you know, my family knew that something was up and uh, I wouldn't be able to have another episode without confessing it here. So I guess in my case, because I upped the ante on myself in terms of being public with uh, my sobriety, it would be, it, it makes it a little bit easier at this point to talk myself out of the drink, but it's not necessarily easy. I, I mean, I still will think about, yeah, just that taste and just that sense of, of relief. And the sense of there's a sense of freedom in it. I guess it's like I've I've talked myself into thinking that somehow it's a mark of adulthood that I can have uh, that it's a validation of my adulthood that I can have this drink. So I don't know. That's that's where I go so far. And I mean, this is where I, I think about the context of what's going on 
around the craving, right? And this is where HALT is a great acronym that I learned through the Reframe app, a shameless plug for the app that helped to save my life. HALT stands for hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. And those are four of the states that we are very often in when we have a craving. And usually if we can remedy whatever's going on, then that helps us get through the craving. And a lot of times I Lately, I've just been lonely. I just have felt like just the last several years have fractured some relationships that have been very painful and I'll get down about those. And because of that, there's a, an important family event that's coming up that we weren't invited to and that, you know, we're, we're going to, it's going to hurt not being there. But so I can get down about these things. Loneliness is, is the one that's been, or anger gets intermingled with that too. It's like, I just want to quell the anger that I feel over uh, that situation and others and tired too. Like I, I've found myself being tired a lot. I've slept a lot over the last six months uh, or more. now I think I've slept for 10 to 12 hours a night. I don't know how I'm pulling that off. I I've been lazy in other things. And so being tired, I think sometimes jumps up on me and gets me into a craving state. And then I'm also been trying to lose some weight lately. So the hunger thing is kind of there uh, just shoot a lot of gum and uh, I need to drink more water. I know that would help, but I don't know if that's helpful for you in terms of if you've never heard that acronym before, use it, uh, HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. When you get into a craving, there's also an exercise called urge surfing where you recognize that this is going to come and go. And I think this is what, um, you know, as a former surfer, an aspiring surfer, I hope to surf again uh, one day uh, and be able to do it on a daily basis is kind of my dream. But, you know, the waves come and go and we don't really have control over them the way that we would like to. But when we work with the wave, you know, it's it's hard to work against waves. You know, I can, can tell you from personal experience after having uh, plenty of wave uh, destroy me <laughs> that it's much easier to work with the wave. And so when the craving comes, if you can let that urge rise and you can just ri- let it let it rise naturally and not act on it, but just let it happen. And that can be a way that you can be aware of what you're thinking and feeling. It helps you open up to the awareness of your thoughts about, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? Am I something else? You know, just letting that craving come. And this sounds counterintuitive, but sometimes just letting the craving play out, you know, usually it's going to go away. A lot of research says, you know, within 20 to 30 minutes. Um, I, I found really that over time, as you practice this, cravings can go away a lot faster, more like two or three minutes. And I really know early on whether I'm going to act on the craving or not. For me, it's more like fantasizing about actually breaking the rules that I've set for myself. It's more of this rebellious streak. I don't know if that makes sense. Again, it goes back to that idea of like, well, damn it, I'm a 43-year-old man. I should be able to have a drink if I want to have a drink. And then I just come back to my drinking history. I think about you know how that track record <laughs> has played out for me over the last three decades since I had my first drink. And the reality is that I don't know how to just have one drink. It's probably never been in my DNA. Um, I think I was able to do that for a while when I was in a very elite assignment in, in the active duty army. I was able to have just one at night, but even then it was never, I just want to have one. It was always like, I want to have a little bit more, even when I had the discipline, uh, which didn't last long. As soon as I was gone from the army, that discipline, uh, that external pressure was 
was gone. Civilian jobs haven't laid the same level of of obligation, I guess, as I experienced when I was in the army. But a lot of times comes a point where I just have to tell the craving to fuck off. I've had a I forget which friend or friends of mine have stated this so bluntly, but that it's been very helpful for them to just address the craving as though it were a person and actually verbally tell it to fuck off because that is sort of a combative way to reestablish that I'm in control of what the fuck I'm going to do with my life, not my urges and cravings. I am not defined by my urges and cravings. I'm going to have them. I'm human, right? So maybe if you get to the point that some of these other exercises aren't helping, you can just tell tell a craving where to go. Maybe you don't want to cuss at it, but I just as an f bomb, <laughs> as a person who has a a proclivity, a a, a tendency to use f bombs, I found that the fuck off method has uh, worked for me as well. And I guess I would just encourage you to again go back to the roots of the craving. It's it's probably not about the taste of alcohol or the sense of relaxation that we would get from that alcohol. It's about something deeper. And whenever I've had these cravings, it's been something going on beneath the surface that I needed to address like the anger or the loneliness or the exhaustion, any of these things, or even the hunger. I I just want to remind you that it's not really about the drinking it feels like it is in our body that that physical craving can make it feel like it's about the alcohol, but it's not. It's about something else. And when we get back to working on that something else, then we do the hard work of actually being human. Not that drinking isn't a human thing to do. It is. It's just, I think if we're trying to be authentically ourselves, it's hard to face up to these things. Like I don't want to face up to the painful things that I was describing earlier, but that's a part of my life right now. And I have a choice. I can cope with those things with or without alcohol. And the reality is the alcohol is only going to make it worse. It's it's going to unsolve a bunch of problems that I've started to started to solve. Not that I've really truly solved anything in 14 months, but I will tell you that I'm a hell of a lot better off on May 3rd, 2023 than I was on May 3rd, 2022. If you're in that craving, just sit with it. Surf that urge, okay? Think about what's going on beneath it. Have a conversation with yourself about what's really going on. Allow yourself to be human and experience that craving, but remind yourself and remind the craving who the fuck's actually in charge because you are. You've got the you have got the ability to say no. And maybe you're only saying no for this minute. Maybe you're only saying no for this hour, but you can continue to do that. And the most important thing to do, I think, when you're stuck in this is to reach out to others. My worst cravings, I've I've reached out to my sober sisters, a group of ladies that I'm on a text group with. If you don't have a group like that, it's time to find one. And if you need somebody to be that person for you, I'll be that person for you. Um, reach out to me on Instagram at I Kissed Alcohol Goodbye. You can email me at I Kissed Alcohol Goodbye at gmail.com. And I can connect you with people or I can be uh, the person that um, you can reach out to when you're having a craving. And uh, when you're feeling discouraged and when you're feeling like, you know, it's not worth the struggle because I know what that's like. So having said all this, I want you to know last of all, but not least that I love you. And I thank you for being my sober family because it's, it's all of you that have really helped to keep this guy sober for 14 and a half months. It's knowing that, that I'm accountable to you 
that has really helped me to work through cravings. So I hope that you can find some accountability as well. Even if it's just one person that can help you through, uh, I think it's so critical. If you're trying to do this on your own, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder. So thanks for tuning into this very short episode of I Kiss Alcohol Goodbye. Until next time, uh, Spruce and I send you all of our sober love and we say goodbye alcohol. Hello life. Much love to you all in peace.